the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Well, welcome to our happy-go-lucky friend, little Billy O'Reilly from down the street. Hello, Bill. How are you? Six foot four, Beck. Don't be <laughs> diminishing my height. You are an enormous person. Have you I'm ever? Big, but I'm in shape. Have you ever met uh, uh, what's uh, Ham Hands, the guy with the bananas for Banana, fingers? Uh, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Have you ever met Tony Robbins? No, I have not. No. Oh. I was wondering which one's bigger. I think I'm, he... uh, I'm smarter than he is. I don't know. About oh, him. I don't know about that. How much uh... money you got? How much money you got? Have you seen? Have you seen his vacation houses in Hawaii and everything else? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, look, so, Tony, uh, if he earned it, that's fine with me. All right. Let's so get back, let's get back to the border, Beck. Who was yeah. the first human being in the media to call for the guard on the border? And you know who that was. Uh, Sean Hannity. No. no uh, it was uh, Tucker Carlson. Right after, yeah. right after 9-11. Oh, Laura Ingram. No. Uh, uh, right after 9-11, <laughs> we put out exactly the same plan, and I'm sure that Donald Trump remembers this, Yes, that Donald Trump instituted yesterday. Exactly the same. Identical. All right? So why did I want to do it? Because after 9-11, we obviously had uh, security concerns about terrorists infiltrating into the United States, and everyone knows that the easiest way to get here is to come across the southern border. There's no easier way. So uh, I said, you know what? Let's put the guard down there and back up the Border Patrol um, and stop not only terrorists from coming here, but also millions of illegal aliens who had been coming here since Ronald Reagan's administration and all of these narcotics. So uh, the posse comitatus people went out of the woodwork. Oh, you can't use the military to enforce the law civilly. That's not true, by the way. If it's a national security problem, you can use the National Guard and the military to enforce the law. And you've seen it during riots. You've seen it in other uh, national security crises that if the president or a sitting governor wants more security, they can call the military to provide it. So the question then becomes, who would oppose this, Beck? And I want you and Stu, who would oppose better security at the southern border to stop drugs and, and millions of people coming in here. Who would oppose that and why? Uh, I, would, I, would, I would imagine that the Democrats would oppose that for votes, why, and the, for votes and for instability and chaos. And Republicans would also uh, would like to have the, the jobs. Well, okay, Cheap I mean, labor. but there's an emotional reason that the Democratic Party, not everybody in it, but many, many, mm-hmm. uh, want it's an open border play. Would you would you agree with me on that? Yes. If you don't want the border secure, you essentially are saying, you know, we're okay with 12 million illegal aliens, like Jerry Brown. Mm-hmm. Jerry Brown's okay with it. Mm-hmm. You don't have a problem with 12 million people mm-hmm. here illegally doesn't have one problem in the, in the world with it all right so you have to start there they don't have any problem and the narcotics are unbelievable so just the national guard's presence at the border just the fact that they're there the trucks and the guys 
that's going to give the cartel pause. I want to I want to play. So anybody who's listening to to Bill here, uh, I want to play a shootout from the cartel and the Mexican army on our border, just across our border. This is what is going on right now on our border. If, if that doesn't sound like a war, you're out of your mind. That's what's happening right across our border. Is that in Juarez? Did you pick that up from Juarez? Uh, no, that is uh, uh, right across from a town. I, I don't even remember the name of the town. A little teeny town I think I'd, I've never even heard of. Yeah, because Juarez is the murder capital of the world. All right, so we all know, anybody who's fair-minded, in there, we all know that there's danger. And that this 15, uh, 1500 march, which is now broken up because the Mexicans got scared that Trump would uh, do something with NAFTA if they didn't stop it. So the Mexican government had stopped the 1500 march uh, of migrants toward the uh, U.S. border. But everybody knows there's danger down there. Nobody is going to put forth that Mexico is an under control country. It's not. And, and so we have a national security problem. Just like the Israelis had the problem with um, Hamas and uh, on their border, same mm-hmm. thing. Okay, mm-hmm. there's danger. People are dying. All right, about fifty thousand people died in Mexico, and a lot of them on the border. Uh, by the way, that is across uh, the border from Donna, Texas. Yeah, I don't know where that's. That's probably near Nuevo Laredo or whatever. But the point of the matter is you've got to get to the, the root cause of the opposition in the United States. There shouldn't be any opposition. This should be applauded. This is good to protect Americans from danger, from drugs, from violence, from people who are coming here illegally. Now, that's not necessarily dangerous, but to Kate Steinle, it certainly was. All right, so why? I wrote a column today. It's posted on BillOReilly.com on whiteness. Mm-hmm. All right, you read it. I sent it yes. to you. All right, on whiteness. This is the root of the left's opposition to securing the border. They don't want white people in charge of the country anymore. So get as many minority people from as many places as you can to come into the United States to strangle whiteness. Okay, so so may I... May I take this idea of yours and expand in a different direction? I'm not sure that that is really what uh, the the left is all about. They use race. They're using whiteness. But I yes. think, Bill, um, last night I went back and I, I read uh, You Don't Need a Weatherman to Know Which Way the Wind Blows, which was the manifesto of the, the Weather Underground. I think... They are doing the manifesto. They're doing what they set out to do just in a different way. That whole thing was to cobble together everyone you could to topple the United States government and to topple our system. And what they were talking about was anyone, anyone that can be used uh, who has a grudge uh, who we can who we can come in and make sure that we separate them from that power structure we're going to. And if you read their manifesto, 
It's the same thing. They, they are just going after those who believe in capitalism and the American, the typical American uh, idea of, of freedom. And I think that's what they're doing. They're just, they're just sowing the seeds of revolution. Yeah, I mean, you're basically saying to the American people, we oppose any kind of border security because we feel that migrants should be treated with dignity and we are a welcoming nation and um, we should let everybody in. Right. Now, they'll, they're not going to say we should let everybody in, but they will say the other two things. All right. We're a welcoming nation. We ought to feel sorry. We have to. But I'm telling you, if you read, if you listen to the far left right now, it's all about whiteness, white privilege, right. white supremacy. Correct. And, and I'm, I'm saying to myself, what is going on? Mm-hmm. What, and, and, and they brag about the census says that white Americans will be a minority soon. Mm-hmm. And this is in, this is a celebratory thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't care what anybody's skin color is. I just want the best people. And, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter to me. But if you're going to social engineer, and that's what this is all about, it's yeah. social engineering. And they'll take the narcotics. They don't care about opioids or anything like that. So what? The cartels are smuggling. So what? Do they care? Did you ever hear one liberal Democrat stand up and say, we've got to fight these cartels ever once? I never have. Ever. So Bill O'Reilly... When I was at Fox, uh, and uh, and we were going through boycotts, Fox was actually leaking things to to uh, bad, you know, the the other side, um, and and you know, I think trying to put me in my place, uh, which is fine. It's you know the way they did their business at the time. I found it really good news that they came out as strongly as they did for Laura Ingram. It kind of surprised me, and I'm, I was glad to see it. Your thoughts? Well, I think they had to uh, they had to do it because of me. You know, Media Matters did the same thing, sponsor boycott on me after you. So that this is the third, fourth one because they tried it on Hannity too. Um, after that uh, murder investigation thing, so there were four uh, Media Matters led investigations. Unfortunately, uh, this kid, David Hogg, allowed Media Matters to manipulate him, um, and uh, Media Matters used him to drive the sponsor boycott against Ingram. So when you have four pretty big names, uh, Beck, O'Reilly, Hannity, Ingram, all being uh, attacked by Media Matters, I mean, the company had to, had to stand up and say, you know, we're not going to throw Laura Ingram over the, over the side. Um, because if it didn't, I mean, I, I, you know, their numbers are down anyway. I, I don't know what the future would have been over there. But I was happy that they, they protected Laura in the sense that this boycott thing is so un-American, it just drives me crazy do you kind how of, bad this is. Do you, do, you, do you kind of, in a way, feel bad for David Hogg? He... he you know, he was on the uh, he was on TV the other day. Though there's no shadowy characters behind uh, me. He does yeah. he not? It, no, he I mean, knows. I feel bad for him if he doesn't know he's no, being he knows. used. You he, think he, he knows? knows. Is it absolute, on BillOReilly.com, we listed, we listed, all right, 
all of the interactions back and forth, the timeline between Media Matters and David Hogg. And I want to know where, where are Mr. Hogg's parents? I mean, I we don't have heard a word yep. uh, from them. But there's no doubt that Media Matters coordinated with this teenager to attack Laura Ingram and try to ruin her career. And why do you say that there's no doubt? Because of the timeline. Because Media Matters... If you look at uh, the right after uh, Laura tweeted about uh, Mr. Hogg's college situation, which he had talked about on television, within hours, all right, Media Matters was in compiling sponsors and then gave them to David Hogg, who then tweeted them out. David Hogg has no capacity to find out Laura Ingram's sponsors. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. All right. But Media Matters has all the Fox News sponsors, and they just funneled it over to him and then used him as the spearhead for the boycott. And then, of course, the companies panicked. You can't come up against a kid, a 17-year-old Parkland survivor. So it was a very well – look, Media Matters, they, these are serious people. I mean, they, they are in business to ruin all with whom they disagree – Politically, yes. and and they have a, a very well organized machine, and they know these boycotts work. So, Fox News knows that they know it. They've been through it four times, and so they had to finally say, you know, we're not going to play into this. Ben, Sh- um, ben Shapiro said, you know, mutually assured destruction worked in uh, the uh, in the Cold War. You can't just let somebody nuke your cities. And, and he made the point, we, uh, we, ought to, we ought to turn about his fair play. He went after Eichenwald, and Eichenwald is, is, in, you know, is, is out everywhere now. Do you, do you think the right should, should respond in kind? No. Uh, it's so immoral what they're doing, the far left is doing. But there is something called torturous interference. Um, where that is uh, against the law, civil law. And that's where you can go. And I'm looking at that um, because these people are trying to destroy industries, businesses, and people. They want to destroy people. So the New York Times has written yet another story on uh, Bill O'Reilly and how he silenced his accusers. Um, Bill... Uh, they, uh, they say that, um, you forced these women, uh, to claim or, uh, to disclaim the materials that they had audio recordings or diaries as counterfeit and forgeries. If they ever became public, I forced them. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I guess that's the deal it says the two women reached settlements uh but they were required to turn over evidence and include audio recordings of diaries and uh and they were required to disclaim the materials i mean why would someone si- sign something like that bill I, I have no idea all i can tell you back is that i have to now go through the court system i tried to stay out of the system to protect my family i can't so the attacks on me are relentless uh they're not going to stop Everybody knows why they're in play. So all I can do is now go through 
the legal system. Okay, so 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 hang on just yeah. a second. Uh, I was being facetious when I said no, I, you I know forced you were, them, but you know what they obviously about. right. Well, hang on just a second. Here's here's my issue with this. You know, I don't know. Uh, I know what you have told me, which is very little. Um, and you've ne- you've never said anything other than I can't talk about it because of you know uh, court yeah. proceedings, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, from what little I know, uh, the the only other thing um, that I know is coming from from these guys and leaking this material. Now the court system will figure this all out. And it will all be well. It, I hope that I hope it will. Well, here's I hope a, that you know well, we it it will. Well, here's a, there's no other recourse for me now. I mean, I just can't. I have to now take it in, and it'll never. I look. I have come to the realization that in my life, no matter how many years I have left, this will never stop. It will never stop because they fear me, uh, and. That's it. They're going to just use whatever they can use. So rather than do it in the press or on the Glenbeck program, basically going to do it in the court system and pray that the court system will operate the way it should okay. on evidence and on the law. So, so Bill, here's here's the real question: the 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 court system did work. You did go make a yes, you made did, a but they, but they yeah of course right. I did what I had to do to protect those around me. But now they have apparently decided that they're just not going to live up to whatever it is that we accommodate, you know, the accommodation so that was reached. So how, did the, up to it. how did the judge come to that yesterday? And unse- I have no idea. I got to leave that to my, my attorneys. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I am just basically an American citizen asking for justice. That's all I am right now. I have to throw myself on the court. I don't know what, why they're ruling the way they're ruling. I don't. Well, doesn't this take apart every single uh, settlement that that? Uh, Absolutely. I if mean, nobody it, in this country can ever sign a confidential settlement with anybody and expect that that will be upheld from now on. What does that? What does that do to it? Forget about you for a second. What does that yeah, do? No settlement. No settlements. Everything will have to be adjudicated. The courts will be overwhelmed. Not only that, doesn't that hurt the people that actually, I mean, because giant corporations, uh, you know, the idea was. Well, yeah, you can do unintended consequences all day long on it, but, you know, it is apparent that, that legal documents and contracts are not being upheld. And if the courts do not stop that, then you're going to have anarchy in the civil justice system, which I think you have now. All right, um, we'll move on. Um, uh, there's a breaking thing about what we talked about uh, in the first uh, segment here. This just broke on uh, Mediaite, which is a website. Mm-hmm. It's an article by a left-wing guy, and I'm going to quote it. Securing the border is red meat for Trump's bigoted base, who desperately want to keep America white. Ironically... Trump will be spending their tax dollars to serve them red meat. Will they care? Probably not if it prevents the browning of America. Bill, do you know, do you know anybody personally in your circle? Because I don't that that thinks that way. 
that it's uh, that we you that, know what uh, we're and, just gonna and get the board of security is all about yeah white we got to keep America white we just got to no, keep America white I don't know anybody who thinks that way no you have an excellent question I don't I don't know a okay. single person regular folks don't think that way but this is why the opposition to border security is so vehement it's all about getting white people out of positions of power I think it's I think. It is all about getting people of color to hate white people. I, and it, it, that may, we may be saying the same thing, but I think it's people trying to cobble together a coalition around hatred. I mean, why would you? Why would there you? Are, there are haters involved in it. I don't want to generalize and say everybody who opposes border security oh, i'm not saying that not everybody yeah i'm not saying there that. are you know there there's the people who believe in open borders for humanity yes 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 but what is not being told except on programs like yours and and mine all right to the folks is there is a reason that the far left doesn't want border security and it has nothing to do with humanitarian it, it doesn't have anything to do with that it has to do with getting more influence in california in arizona in other states from minorities well that that was the argument on the um on the uh, the census is that California, you know, didn't want to, you know, have the question, are you a are you yeah. a legal citizen? Uh, my suggestion was, well, why California? Why don't you just suggest that you count non-citizens as three fifths a person? <laughs> Dred Scott, Look, <laughs> compare California, the nation's largest state, to what it was when Ronald Reagan was governor there to what it is now. Ronald Reagan could never be elected anything in California now, ever. The Republican Party doesn't exist except for a few counties. And it's because of this massive influx of immigrants and people of color. And they have flocked into the Democratic precincts, which openly promised them uh, sanctuary and money. Money. And therefore, California is bankrupt. Therefore, it has the highest tax states in the union to pay off all of the promises that they've made to the new voters. But the new voters now have tilted it out so that re- there's never going to be a Republican elected in California or New York, because New York City did exactly the same thing. Does exactly it, the same thing. Does it have anything? I'm, I'm just, I, I, keep, I keep going back to the radicals of the 1960s because everything is so radical um, right now, and it all seems to be playing into again, you know, almost the Cloward and Piven overwhelm the system. There is no way for the state of California, which is already taxed to death, there is no way for them to pay for all of the services. No, they can't pay for it. Right. So, but, I mean, collapse is in their future. To them. It doesn't matter because they hold political power in Sacramento. And so they can pass their insane agendas. That people are, wait, 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 what now? What, what are you telling me? I can't drink coffee now? I got coffee label? What? Who, you know, and it's, it's, this is the reason that we have a porous border and a border that's dangerous. It's actually dangerous. 
It's all about voting. It's all about power. It's all about getting the white people out of power. And people should know what the real reason is. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. What do you have coming up? Um, we have a interesting uh, take on why the media, okay, they've, they've lost the Russian collusion thing back. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's over. All right? So it's now, okay, we've got to get Trump. We can't stop. You know, the, the rules of radicals, Saul Alinsky, is you can't stop. That's what's happening to me. You've got to continue, 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 because people then get exhausted and say, okay, it's, we're better off without whoever's being attacked. That's the strategy. So the women, all right, they came up after the Russian thing. That didn't really work out for them, as Trump's Rasmussen approval rating is 50% now. It didn't work that well. So now what's, where next for Donald Trump? Where next? And that's what we're going to do on BillOReilly.com tonight. Thank you very much, Bill O'Reilly. All right. BillOReilly.com. Good to talk to you, Bill. Have a good weekend. Keep thinking it's Friday because we had Bill on, but he he had a prior engagement tomorrow, and so he's uh, day early. Seems like we get to take the day off then tomorrow. I am all for it. I am all for it. If you were got up and you were listening to the program, you're like, oh, it's Friday and Bill's on. No, no, sorry. Well, you get to take the day off, too, then tomorrow. If that's if you thought that during the interview, then yes, you have a you're legal right. reason. You're right. Just get a note from your doctor. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. It's only Thursday. All right. I want to talk to you about American financing. There are companies like uh, Airbnb where people are making a lot of money on a second home. Airbnb has created a whole new industry for people uh, to tap into the multi-billion dollar industry of renting. Would you ever do that, Stu? Would you ever? I've used Airbnb. I know, but would you ever? I use it too, but I, I don't know if I would do that to my house. It would be I, for a second. Know. I mean, for a second house, it makes a lot of sense, right? If you're going to have a house, uh, if you have, you know, you got enough problems with one house, you're going to have two. You'd be like, oh. Well, if it's an investment, and you can you can gain the uh the the capital stop being so logical stop it glenn beck